Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome. I'm Guy. That's John. It's our YouTube channel. Our podcast is down in the description below. And if you listen to the podcast, go check out the YouTube. John, we had a uh, little piece of news today. On the back end of a piece of news. I don't know if you happened to catch Pat McAfee on Monday, but Rap Sheet was filling in for him. AJ's still there, smoking a cigar. McAfee had a baby. McAfee is like the anti-millennial. You know, millennials are big. You have a baby. The guy goes on paternity leave for seven years. McAfee had a baby two days ago, showed up today with his wife and the baby while Rap Sheet was there. On the show, just to make sure everything was going smooth. Yeah, now granted, it's his show, but still, I, I would say the millennials lean, you diss the fucking appear, and you wave goodbye, and you're not heard of for eight months while you sit there and play video games the majority of the time while your wife does the work. As you know, the boss acts a little differently <laughs> when it's his ass in the jackpot, as uh, Terry True. Collins likes to say, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, like, the employee sometimes can act very differently than the boss. Pat's the boss. Yeah. Pat showed up though today. I, res- I respect his. No, muscle. I respect. I'm not. I'm, yeah, I just feel like if AJ might not even miss the day. One hundred percent. I I also think AJ's hey, like three kids that are all like fifteen. You know. Yeah. Uh. So rap sheet said uh I missed the McAfee appearance though. I'll have to go rewind and look for that. I just saw so, a picture of him walking in with the stroller with his wife. Was he in a tank? Yeah, I mean, I, I, they might have just got out of the hospital and came to the studio. Swung, swung by. Yeah. Uh, McAfee said, uh, he said this. So you remember the other day where he said uh, Darnold, he thought could be the week one, had a very real chance to be the week one starter for the 49ers. He said today that when he reported that, uh, he got a lot of quote-unquote pushback from 49ers people, and they said to him, why would you discount Trey Lance? So who that is, we could guess. But he said it was 49ers people who uh, made him feel as though they thought he was jumping the gun on Sam Darnold, surpassing Trey Lance on the depth chart. Now, something's changed, obviously, since that report, which is the draft came and went, and Trey Lance is still in the 49ers. Yeah. Right? That's one circumstance that's just different. But um, So I don't know if the Niners really do believe in Trey more than Sam, or if they just want the world to believe that, or they want to get Trey's back or whatever, that we could go through all the explanations, but that's the rap sheet uh, update. Yeah, I would say that publicly, you know, they have been more wishy-washy than than they have been in the past about not, you know, planting their flag that his trajectory, I, I wouldn't put him, I was, I looked today at the 2021 because in 2020, 12 players had their fifth-year option picked up, right? There's 32 players in the first round, so do the math. That's a lot of people did not have their first round, fifth-round 
uh, fifth-year option picked up. Well, I looked at 2021, and then the names that jumped out are like after Trevor Lawrence, who's a lock to get his picked up. There's Zach Wilson and Trey Lance. I would say Zach Wilson 100% is not getting his picked up. Trey Lance, you would say that you could you wouldn't put it in stone, but if you were betting on it right now, you would bet against it, right? And this is a draft with the Sewells and the Chases and the Waddles and the Micah Parsons and Devontae. This is going to have a draft with they're going to be a bunch of no-brainers, like Justin Jefferson-style fifth-year options. And, and I would say his is trending. You know, if you rank the five quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence has picked up. I, I would say Mac Jones is definitely in flux. This is a pretty big year for him. <laughs> I would say Justin Fields in flux too, but it's pretty easy to see that if some progress, they have some good momentum and are much more competitive this year, you would put him behind Trevor Lawrence as the best chance. Zach Wilson, the worst chance, you'd have to put Mac Jones ahead of Trey Lance just given that he's been a two-year starter. He's been a playoff. He started a playoff game. Trey Lance is just in flux. He is the starter. Mac Jones is. Yeah, I mean, he is their starter. Exactly. Field, right? Like three of the guys are their team starter. Are the lock starters. I mean, this guy is competing to be a backup quarterback. So like, and that's kind of the, the, the I would say that the verbiage they've used is that they've really pulled back on uh, clearly what it was last year when he was going to have the, I mean, he had it, I, I say rigged for him and people are like, well, that's what happens when you drafted three overall. Yeah, it's true. And, and like, the NFL, things change at rapid speed, and things have changed. And now he's competing with Sam Darnold to be the backup. I'm sure we'll get to, you know, Mayoko, right, what he said about it. One thing I get a lot of, it's crazy, and you see it on social media, like, he does have a little hive of people that truly, I've never seen a guy that people just want to be great so badly, who I don't know why, it's like, I don't know why you'd hold on to something it's like, it doesn't even matter. Like you don't, I understand holding on if the team suck. You and I have talked about this before, but the team's been rocking and rolling without him. So to me, I, I, I look at him, I'm indifferent toward him. If he's great, awesome. If he's the, if he gets beat out by Sam Darnold and is off the team, September one, they trade for a bag of balls, whatever. I, I have zero emotion toward him. And I, I think that a lot of people notice this because it's impossible not to is like, Sam's clearly, <laughs> He has a unique relationship because he played on a team with Christian McCaffrey, but like he's at the game with him and George Kittle multiple times now. Like he is, it's a unique backup position. I I would say in most places that wouldn't be normal or it would just be like, oh, a backup quarterback, they went to college together, it wouldn't be that weird. I I do understand where people are like, that's pretty telling (laughs) that it's Sam in the front row with, I don't know, two superstar players. I mean, <laughs> how else do you put it? Like that's last year that was Trey. The other day. Last year that was Trey. Was it? Well, yeah, he was going to the. Remember, he was going he was to the there? games. He went to. No, I don't IU. remember. I don't remember the hype of uh, Trey Lance at games. It sure as hell wasn't I Sam Darnold. <laughs> that much. Hell, Jimmy was at a no. game. Was it? It was during the fall when the, with the cheerleaders. Right, that was last year. Yeah, that was with Juice, and uh, that was this past. That was this season. For whatever reason, and this is not arguable, we'll see how it plays out on the field, and it'll really be once the pads come on, right? Because even the the OTAs now are such a fucking joke. 
and you and I have been going to these things, and they have gotten noticeably like, what are you supposed to Joker. take away from this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Just, really, really bad. Like, really, you leave and it's like, you could argue Jake Moody's kicks. At least he's like, that's a real kick. A lot of the other stuff is like, well, no one's even out there for the offense. Kittle's in Nashville. Bosa's nowhere to be seen. Trent hasn't been seen in six months. Like, what, what are we supposed to make of any of it? There's no hitting. It's really light speed. But, like, the teammates, for whatever reason, he's not in the in crowd. He's just not. I mean, there's no way to argue that. He's not in the in crowd with the team. And I, 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 that to me is not nothing. Well, the story, the reaction from Rap Sheet came today as they were discussing the Mayoko story. And the Mayoko story was Mayoko going on KMBR and saying, there's never been a better thrower of the football in the history of the 49ers than Sam Darnold. Is that factor in touch? Or just because obviously the best the best arm they've ever had is Kaepernick by a wide margin, right? Right. I, I that's a unique, good question. You, it's a unique argument because the second best quarterback of all time, Joe Montana, was not a strong arm guy. Hung his hat on I, accuracy and playmaking. Yeah, I think what it means. What do you think about this explanation for it? If you took them all and you had him run a go through a practice, like just me and a receiver. He throws all the throws perfectly. Whereas maybe Colin could crush a ball and Joe would always hit the back, the right, the front hip of the receiver. But is that what that means? You think that just like on air, he could make every throw. (laughs) I struggle with this one because we consider Mayoko a a close friend. I mean, this guy, and a very good reporter. You've won, really knows football. Definitely the longest tenured person around the 49ers. Probably one of the longest tenured guys in the NFL, when you say, with their given team. Knows every single person with that organization for the last 25, 30 years on a texting, phone call basis. I mean, this guy's information level is, runs the Dwight. Like, this guy knows his shit. I don't view Sam Darnold as having, like, elite arm talent. That, that'd be the thing. Like, to me, I'd Kaepernick... Sorry, sorry, let's finish. Kaepernick would have been the name, but like if you factor that in, his touch was so terrible. And their two greatest quarterbacks and arguably the two greatest players, beside like Jerry Rice and Ronnie Lott, are Joe and Steve. But both those guys are not right viewed as Marino Elway, Rogers, Favre. That's not really I'd say Steve has a better arm than Joe. And even Steve's probably throwing like ninety three if Joe was throwing ninety one. But neither guy was throwing ninety nine, right? Right. Right. But they're both, I mean, Steve's the most accurate quarterback in the history of the league, not named Drew Brees, and even Drew Brees a little manipulated with the new rules. Joe Montana, before fucking Tom Brady, was viewed as the best quarterback in the history of the sport. <laughs> so it's, it, that immediately throws a lot of people off. It's, but they've uh, won a lot of games with Jimmy Garoppolo and Alex Smith, right? They went to an yeah. NFC championship game with both guys. So it's it's a it's a unique franchise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jim Harbaugh once said he never saw Alex Smith look bad playing football. Andy Reid swore by him. So, you know, he was a good player. But regardless of whether Matt is right or whether it's even Matt's fully his own home-cooked opinion, like when I heard that quote, I didn't think, oh, I bet he's right. I bet that is the best throw of our time because I've, I think, been a little bit, maybe you too. It turns out we're in the, I didn't know we were in the minority. But I think we're in the minority, having watched Sam Darnold's career, I didn't think his arm was as good 
as I expected it to be coming out of college in terms of making some like intermediate sideline throws. So I actually have been a little underwhelmed with his arm strength. So we'll see. But I took that Mayoko comment as somebody on the 49ers thinks Sam Darnold's really good and told Matt Mayoko that. Like that to me is the heart of that comment. It's not he's right or he's wrong. It's somebody told somebody is puffing up Sam Darnold for some reason. That's how I took that comment. But it's weird, right? Sam, uh, Trey Lance was viewed as this guy with this howitzer, right? And then I remember going to practice. You went and were like, it's obviously powerful, but the spin, it just looked kind of It wasn't weird. as clean, yeah. Yeah. We're c- yeah. calling no touch, but that thing ripped, tight spiral, BB, right? Yeah. It was like, damn, yeah. this guy's ripping. He could throw it through somebody. It didn't feel like Trey was throwing it through anybody, which is okay. And you it, don't have to. That's and, not- and, it, and it wobbles, right? And I've so never thought Sam was throwing it through anybody, to be honest with you. No, he's not. It, it's Yeah, I, I just view where, where I stand personally is like, I think Sam Darnold's a better player than Trey Lance based on Trey has never played, and when he has, it was very up and down. And Sam has just played a ton of football, and last year looked like kind of knew what he was doing. So as we sit here today, Sam Darnold is a better player than Trey Lance. Now, over the course of the next six months, we'll see. I'm betting on Sam Darnold. I feel pretty confident doing that. And the more and more I see things like Rap Sheet, because Rap Sheet, like Matt, one thing Rap Sheet said in the clip was like, you know, around the, around the draft and the offseason, I'm calling everybody. Like they form their opinions on, I don't know, talking to 80 head coach, 80% of the head coaches and GMs. And Matt's talking specifically everyone that matters with the 49ers. So their opinions are formed based on credible information. That's what I would say most people that are great at this job, whether it's a reporter, whether it's like, fucking Dan Patrick or Colin, they talk to people in the league and then they go all in like, I don't think Russell Westbrook can play, right? Because you hear from the people you trust at the highest level. Like I know people on other teams that think Trey Lance stinks. I know a guy that interviewed last year for the offensive coordinator job that Greasy, or I mean the quarterback job that Greasy ended up getting and went through the long interview. You know, they were interviewing three or four guys and He's like, I wasn't a big Trey Lance guy coming out of college. And when I interviewed, it kind of came through because one of the other coaches that was in the interview, right, Kyle and all the other assistants were in there for a large portion of it, said to me after, like, oh, you're kind of harsh on Trey. And he's like, I don't know if that's the reason I didn't get the job, but he's like, I was just, I've had enough of these where if you're just honest more often than not, you get yourself in a better position so you don't have to lie through it and then pretend to like a guy once you start coaching said players. And, but that, that, and I, and I said, well, that meant Kyle. He's like, yeah, Kyle was very bullish on him last year. Cause he had in mentally, he was, that was going to be a starting quarterback. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And now you just wonder, has that changed just by the simple fact of the unknown? Cause the unknown, he does not like yeah, the unknown. Right? And he got Brock, like Brock showed up and gave him another option that might make his life might be easier for him. Right. Well, it was. I mean, it was not debatable. It was completely easier coaching. They Brock won 12 games in a row. <laughs> But but like what the offense that he had to run with with Trey, which for oh. whatever reason, like people on Twitter think that was the stupid offense. That's the offense. One of the best offensive coordinators thinks that's what that guy can function with. Yet with Brock, he could run a more explosive, explosive version of what he was doing with Jimmy. Yeah, he got to run the offense he couldn't run with Jimmy. Forget about comparing it to Trey. A.K.A. his offense, right? A.K.A. The, tra- offense, the, tra- yeah. the Trey Lance offense is 
it was much it it resembled much more of like a Greg Roman offense than it does the Shanahan operation. Yeah, but also keep in mind with Greg Roman offenses, like there's a point two or three years in where you go, okay, now it's time to see if we can do more, right? Now it's time to see if this guy's got more. Like, so it's happening, right? It's 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 going to happen this year in Baltimore. They're going to try to spread it out. Happen in Baltimore, but I'm saying even it wasn't Greg Roman in Philly, but they slowly they built that sucker up, and now Jalen Hurts. You know, and Jalen Hurts took steps along with it. They tried to do it with Colin. He did not take the steps along with it. I, my point being, having to start with that is not an indictment of you never being able to get to the next level. Is That's my only point on Trey, on making that Greg Roman comment, right? Like, there will come a point where you have to do the offense where you don't throw it 18 times or run it 18 times a game or 17 but you, or 12. But, but actually, you don't have, like, they will try it with Lamar. If it's not working, they will just throw it back to what he does well, right? Yeah, but but I, I it running that offense allows you to be on the field to develop that other stuff. Whereas if you did not create the opportunities to run, you couldn't even get on the field, right? Like Trey, if they said we're just doing drop back, you're not running at all. Kyle wouldn't have put him on the field to begin with. The goal when you round them as much as you run them is eventually you graduate to a little more of a passing offense, right? Yes, I mean you can't get on the field. Like he, like right, Kyle was saying we can't run the we can't win games if we don't start with this. And then you hope that you don't have to do it forever because eventually your quarterback turns thirty three and you don't want to play like that. And it was clear immediately that he was he was actually kind of slow relative to like. And we've talked about this. not comfortable. Lamar running. could fly around and and Jalen yeah. in his with his eyes closed could run around. Kyler can run around. This guy could not really run around relative to a quote unquote running quarterback. Right? Yeah. You could argue he's not really a running quarterback. Which is did the not major feel like problem. A weapon. No, did not <laughs> no. feel like a weapon. Did not feel like a weapon. Uh, you know, that said, I also think the best thing Sam Darnold has going for him now is that he plays for Kyle Shanahan. Like, I know he played well at the end of last year. We've talked about it. We watched the games. And I know he's young, right? I saw McAfee, one of uh, the McAfee guys pointed out he's the same age as Kenny Pickett. Sam, Sam Darnold is. is the same age. Yeah. Sam is the same age as Kenny Pickett, right? So he's young. Um, year, guy, I, year year older than Hendon Hooker, who's twenty four. Wow. No, excuse uh, me. Hendon, Hendon Hooker is twenty five. They're the same age. The same age. Okay. How about Stetson? Where are they? Stetson older? Feels like yeah, Stetson I think Stetson was. I think he was twenty four. So. Uh. Uh, so anyway, that that gives like Sam's played a lot of football. You know, no, Stetson's twenty five as well. Okay. What you got a month on that birthday there? October. So he will be Stetson Bennett will be uh, twenty six in October, and Sam Darnold will turn twenty six in in June in a month. So Sam Darnold is going into his sixth season, and this guy is his rookie season, and they are separated by a couple of months. Uh, I think. You know, you can create. We can. The problem is we haven't seen either one of these guys really succeed. Certainly, we haven't seen Trey at all, and we haven't seen Sam have any stability. So you can create these arguments however you want. I don't think it's necessarily in Sam's favor that he's played as much football as he has, and has not really stuck in any particular place. So I'm not. You are more bullish on Sam Darnold than I am. Uh, but again, he's got Kyle Shanahan with him, so that uh, gives I'm bullish strength. on Sam Darnold relative to Trey, not relative to like star quarterbacks i i am just i'm just comparing him to trey lance and i think 
unequivocally without there's no argument you can make beside keeping your fingers crossed that Trey Lance is a better player than Sam Darnold. Yeah, I mean, and if he can't beat out Sam Darnold, Trey Lance is in a third string quarterback. Yes, and (laughs) but I think part of the argument is like I would rather give six. You know, it's I think there's a good chance you'd rather just give 16 games to Trey Lance to get an answer then your your production above Trey Lance level, if you gave 16 to Sam, I'm not sure how much better it is. Yeah, see, I, uh, I, I just don't think you're getting – he's never getting that opportunity with this team anymore. No, he's right? not. Uh, no, he's not. Yeah, so right so that, that those days of like figuring it out for a potential three years from now are just – they've sailed away. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the and number that's one- where – the number one thing right now is either who, which one you gives me a better chance to win week one or which one you gives me a better chance to win if Mike's starting quarterback gets hurt. But isn't that the unique part about the NFL? You know, where whether you're good, even if you're in the middle, like Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo are good examples. Like ultimately, Josh thinks like if we do this right, we can fucking get a wild card with Jimmy Garoppolo. The reason the Saints gave Derek Carr that money, it's like we want to win the division. It's... For a league, and the GMs are always thinking big picture, but coaches and owners, obviously, have much more just gravitational pull. And it really is a year-to-year, like, in-the-moment league. There are certain teams that are so shitty that you're, like, thinking big, but for the most part, no one's really thinking three years from now. It's just not the way the league works. The Niners tiptoed around it, and then you could could feel it in training camp last year, like, yeah, I don't know if this is going to fly. Because it wouldn't have if it would have been a disaster. Because it would have been a disaster given that they're ready to win. Like the Texans, you could argue the Texans, are they really just, can they just keep sucking? I mean, they, they've, they've gone back-to-back fired coaches. So like within two years, you draft these guys high, like can we compete to win nine games? By like in two years. Like that's kind of going to be the expectation if you're a fan of the team, right? It's like, are we just going to suck in perpetuity? Even Maybe. I was thinking about the if they yeah, missed on he, the quarterback, they're 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 another three years away, for sure. Because he's getting two minimum. C.J. Stroud, one hundred percent. I just the argument think, with Anthony Richardson. It's like just start yeah. from the jump and let him right. let him sink or swim. Which is, and I think the attitude there is like, hey, he doesn't have to be a pocket passer from the jump. Let's just get him out there, make him some, have him make some plays, and by year two or year three, now we can start developing that other stuff. Which again, I. I've, Sam Donald's played a lot of games. 55. He's played a lot of games. Like, I'm just, I'm not as there with him over Trey as you are, just because I do think there's the possibility that Trey can develop, particularly as a runner, and just get a little, a little more comfortable. He's had no time to get comfortable. Um, so, like I, I said. I, I just think when it, when it, whenever people are like, why are you so down on Trey? I'm reacting to the team. <laughs> like, I don't think their star players like don't think he's any good. So like I'm going to pound the table when clearly their core of star players. These aren't like, you know, a couple really good, you know, Patriot roster here. I mean, this is a locked and loaded roster, right? Like when Jason Kelsey or Lane Johnson give a take or lean away on a player, like I'm going to lean with them. When George Kittle, Trent Williams, Debo, are, are kind of feeling something and, and Fred, like I'm going to roll with them. And, and like, I, I don't judge fake words. I just judge actions. And I, I just don't think they like them as a player, as a player. 
no no different like the Warriors never shit on guys but it's pretty clear like ah they're done with him right it's like yeah Kaminga's in major trouble his career with the Warriors I would say that right now well, didn't you hear major what he said trouble. John he's not it's hard well you don't get to play all the time yeah it's like you're in trouble man unless they blow the thing up and maybe then you'll just but if they don't like if you tell me he's Gonzo this summer package him with fucking Jordan Poole uh, on the table Steph's never going to shit on him publicly, but when the cameras aren't on and Draymond ain't podcasting, what do you think those two guys are talking about over some pasta after the game? Well, it's, you know, it's what you don't say, you know, on the record too. It's not just about what you do say privately. It's about what you don't say publicly. Right. And, and, and honestly, the only thing that matters and we've seen the last couple of years is in a very unique situation. They don't need Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. It's not sustainable to not have that, right? Because you're not going to have this group of players forever. But in the immediate next year, they they just don't. And it's why Brock Purdy was light years better than Jimmy Garoppolo. It's like, God, this is impressive. Yeah. And Jimmy Garoppolo was clearly better than Trey Lance. Now, how Sam factors into all this, again, we're, we're talking about the backup quarterback situation, too. All we these, think, we hope. Everything keeps coming out about Brock that it's. I know. They're clear. Backups play. Absolute. Especially for this team. Backups play. Um, there was a comment I wanted to. I, God, there's been a lot of you guys' good comments. I, one here, I can't find it. Jorn said, This podcast has changed. You know, it has. It was. Um, we were very in favor of Trey Lance getting drafted. We thought that was the pick. We said that was the pick. It was the pick. And. Um, then we said Brock Purdy's a better player. So I guess it has changed in that regard. But but, but aren't sports the like life? Changed. Shouldn't your opinion change as you get well, new information? I got more information. Like, what? That, that's what I do not understand about these people that are holding on. If you tell me Trey Lance shows up and is fucking kicking ass, then I'd be like, roll with him. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand how anyone's emotionally tied. Like, I understand a Chiefs fan like, this franchise will end. Patrick Mahomes, like, I'll hold on for dear life. Totally get it. I understand a Bills fan that went, you have no idea how ugly 20 years was until Josh showed up. I, I, I will defend him at no matter what. I was like, totally get it. J- Joe Burrow, G- Herbert, you just go, J- uh, what, what it looked like with Carson Wentz and now what, J- what Jalen Hurts means to this franchise, totally understand. I, I don't understand there being any equity as a fan beside the hope you had a couple years ago. Like that's changed. I also think the telling thing would be if Sam is the backup quarterback ahead of Trey, it would be very different than the way most teams act. When you are the number three overall pick, when you're our first round pick, when I drafted you, you get every benefit of the doubt because if you fail, it makes me look bad. Right? So even with that, and I don't think Kyle will make the decision based on that. And I think that's part of why we're having this conversation, right? On a lot of teams where Trey Lance is the backup quarterback, Sam Darnold probably doesn't get signed. You don't. They did have an. They did have an injury. They did have an injury to Brock. You're right. So it's a little complicated. But um, ties. I think it. Put it that way. uh, uh, I do wonder if Brock Purdy. They just lost. Let's say, you know, (laughs) Debo hates the Eagles. Let's just say Brock Purdy stayed in. They lose that game, thirty to twenty. They just lose fair and square. They 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 didn't lose playing with ten people. They just lost the game. Uh huh. I, I I think Sam Darnold still gets signed. Do you? Yeah, I think they view him as a as a value and the potential, potentially better than Trey Lance. 
Yeah. And, and then I also think, I'm going to make a prediction right now. I, and listen, I, I'm betting on Sam Darnold to win it. I, I wouldn't put my life savings on it. But if I had to put $1,000, who do you think wins this job between these two people? Now, ultimately, does that mean you're the starter week one, Purdy's ready, you're the backup? No one knows, right? Not even Dr. You know, Weinstein that fixed his elbow. But has he got to be? You know, just I don't know. <laughs> was that his name? Or was no. was I a little off? I can't remember. Ish- Ishbia. Ishbia. Uh, <laughs> With one T, Matt. Uh, 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 I would say if 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 Purdy's ready to go in August, and Sam beats out Trey, Trey is not on this team. Week one. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year, you get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at game time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called game time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park, been there a million times, never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app, your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You think they just trade him to somewhere where he can? I, I, I just think it up? would be kind of doing him a solid slash. You would just kind of get the there, there is, and it's not his fault. This happens whenever you're drafted really high, right? Zach Wilson has this too, and and, and the difference in Trey and Zach Wilson, like there were two other ones associated with Trey besides just the pick, right? That I just think you kind of clear it, and you just let everyone. You know, it's, it's an amicable divorce, 
like throw you a solid, give you to a team that maybe end up playing. And I just, we can't, the the questions, we just move on. I couldn't do that. I could do, I mean, if you told me you traded me yesterday. I couldn't do it. I couldn't, because look at, look at their seasons. Look how quickly he becomes the backup quarterback of the starting quarterback. Like if I'm not getting something out of it, I mean, you know, if I'm just doing it just to be a good organization, I just, he might be my starting quarterback by week nine. I just couldn't do it if I were the Niners. Now, if you told me they got a second round pick back, different conversation. But well, to do it just to be a good, yeah. just to be good dudes. Well, I could. You're not, not doing do it that. to be good. You're not. It has nothing to do with doing good, being good dudes. It's like, it's just over. Like you get beat out by Sam. Like it, it's over. The other thing is, if he ends up playing because they have multiple injuries. I mean, there is. I mean, we're at a point with a franchise. If multiple quarterbacks got injured again, like that's. You think Kyle would be cra- acknowledged as a problem? I mean, I, something would have to give. I would say. You I, would I think, couldn't give them. I couldn't give them a hard time if they traded him in multiple quarterbacks. I'd be like, yeah, there's just this franchise. I just, I, I would, because I'm like, guys, we just have, we. I, I would say in that scenario, we've watched this play out many times. By the way. Uh, um, YouTube comments are always great, and I saw this one. This is not a comment that we got. This is on McAfee's video. First comment. Did you happen to see it? From a guy named Gregor who said, I used to play basketball with Sam when we were in elementary school. He was best friends with my neighbor. And even when he was a chubby, short ginger, the dude was a specimen when it came to sports. Ha ha. So there's just a little scouting report on Sam Darnold. (laughs) From McAfee's comments. How about that? I mean, he did go to USC, right? Yeah. Uh, Harbaugh says uh, Jake Moody, taxes and death. Those are the three things most guaranteed in the world. Made a lot of kicks for him in his two best years as Michigan, right? I mean, Harbaugh's claim to fame, I would say, at Michigan has been these last two years, and Moody clearly has been one of their, it's hard to say, better players. I mean, they had, I think they tied with Georgia last year, 10 players drafted, or maybe they had eight. They were, like, in the top three. And last year they had a bunch of guys drafted too, but he never missed kicks, especially in the playoffs. Harbaugh, notoriously bad scout of his own people. Not a public scout. Not inter- I don't know about internal, but Harbaugh would defend anybody if they were on his team, right? Harbaugh would tell you, fucking, if I made PB&J and I was his quarterback, that I was a great chef. I, I also think it's it's easier to do that and feel a little credible when your team has been kicking everyone's ass. Because he, in fairness to Moody, like they they do play, they weren't blowing everyone out in the in their conference. Like he was, he was needed. You can count on three things in life: death, taxes, and Jake Moody. That's what Harbaugh said. <laughs> Peter can have that today. Do you, do you think Andy Enfield will say that about Bronny by a midseason? Hey man, the Bronny. I talked to people. You know, I don't. I was texting with a few guys who you know like college basketball today. I think people. People think that the lottery projection is a bit over the top on Bronny, like he's not a lottery pick, which is fine. You don't have to be a lottery pick to be a really good basketball player. But there's never been a player like him in the lottery. He's like a 6'2", 6'3". He's not a creator. He's not a scorer. The Kings guy, right? Who? Davion Mitchell. Isn't that kind of his? Davion Mitchell. Yeah, I I feel like Davion Mitchell was – we'll see. I mean, Davion was like a lockdown college defender, right? I feel like Davion Mitchell scored for Baylor. Like, Bronny's never been like a 20-point scorer, you know. Guy, he was not on the L.A. Times all – like, like he, he's not even viewed as 
Yeah, I mean, he's... Now, granted, they have, I, I think, you know, this group of players in Los Angeles the last couple of years has been pretty elite. But he is not... Is he a starter for USC? Uh, I think if he's not there, I think it's a good thing for them because they've got a returning really good score. And they got this other guy, Isaiah Collier, is the number two player in the nation coming in from Georgia who is like, they say the best passer in the country, high school passer in the country, kind of a, oh, a point, a true point guard. But he's also he, not like a score scorer. So if you had him and Bronny uh, and Boogie Ellis start together, you'd have like two guards who aren't scorers starting together with Boogie Ellis, who is a scorer. But I think people do think he's good and like he knows how to play the game. He's just a six-two, six-three. You know, you like three and D. Well, three and D, like three and D guys in the NBA are like elite college shooters. You know. So we'll see, but they're also big, right? Also big. He's not. I would say Davion Mitchell for a non-point guard, quote unquote, defender. But he's not as tall, right? He's short. Yeah, but 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 that like I would say six feet to six two. There's a small list of guys who have major roles in the NBA that aren't like point guards or shooters, right? It's like Beverly had a long career. Him, like it's. Is he a one and done player? Well, why does um, everyone have to be a one and done player too? It's like, well, he, yeah, I mean, he has to be one and done because he's got to get to the league to play with LeBron, right? That's why he's a one. He, no, under normal circumstances, he would not be a one and done, which means that he doesn't have to be a lottery pick in order to be. He could leave without getting drafted. Like it's, it doesn't matter. He just got to. You're not allowed to go straight to the NBA. You're just not allowed to do it anymore. You know. But uh, but he had to do what something. If, what if he's just like a solid college player? Like, should he just leave college? Like, what if he's having a good time? What if they like each other? Like, yeah, I mean, good. it depends. Like, can Bronny? You know, how long can LeBron hold on in the NBA? Well, he's he's looking older by the day. So I, he is, but he's still pretty. I mean, like, if yeah, he's, he's not going away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he's okay, you know, obviously he's going to have a starting in a in a week. He's going to have the off season. Will start for him after the Warriors. If you're listening to this after Monday, the Warriors have won game four and even the series at two apiece and will win game five and game six and end this thing. If Jermichael Green can start in the second round of the playoffs for an NBA champion, then LeBron can start at 45 years old. That's right. So he, he can play for a long, long time. Now what about can Jermichael Green get bench technicals? Is that acceptable? I, I, I just... It feels like there's just going to be this pressure for this guy to go, and I hope he just yeah. like... What if he just wants to stay? Probably pretty fun. Playing at USC. If you're not an Probably. NBA guy, like he's not, you, you just go to the NBA. Like, who, so someone's just going to play him? Like, can he even make a 12 man roster? I, I just think, well, like, LeBron I, I gonna feel be it's team? unfair for him because everything I've read and heard, like a great kid, like, uh, yeah. I, I mean, he's not his dad. I mean, what? No. What if he goes on, like you said, go undrafted? How is that a smart move to leave USC? Uh, you mean if you want to become an like well because he unlike any other player coming into the draft he knows he'll have a spot on the roster right wherever LeBron is. Okay, let's say okay, so like the Lakers take him in the second round next year. Well, they're clearly trying to win games. Well, it doesn't mean like, he's playing. Just, yeah, so he's just part of like Griffey and his dad. Like they played together. Back to back home runs. <laughs> you know, so it's like I, I don't know. I, I just hope the guy. Uh, I hope everyone just leaves him alone, which is not yeah. going to happen. No, that's not going to happen, but he does seem to be a guy who's kind of got it together. And uh, I think he's a good, I think he's a good player. But I, that's where, like, they're all pushing lottery. That's, it's, it feels a little crazy. Everyone's pushing lottery, lottery, lottery. I don't, I don't think it's lottery. I, I think he just showed up in the one lottery that clearly got the clicks, you know. Which one? Well, I think ESPN put out a lottery. Yeah. 
you know, whatever in the last three months or whatever he was in. Well, it's like, of he was course, you know, I've seen some recruiting services have him as like a top 12 recruit in this year's class. Top 20 recruit. I watched the McDonald's all American game. He had some huge threes in that game. Like he belonged on the floor. I watched it because I wanted to see he belonged. He absolutely yeah. belonged. So he is one of the best players in college in uh, high school players coming into college basketball. He's a legit four star recruit. That's what he is. Yeah, he's just small. He's small, and he doesn't. He'll have to develop. You know, can can he become an elite three point shooter? Right, that's going to matter. But I, I I saw this. I think this plays into Bronny a little bit too. But I also think like where you start in college doesn't determine your success or failure. And there's a comment that said, "Can we talk about Troy Aikman's first four career starts?" Like Bronny, which we're not part good. of it's forty three percent, one touchdown, six picks. Part of it's his name, right? But even if he was Bronny Johnson, he's still going power five to these programs. Like USC would have recruited him regardless, right? Now he McDonald's all America. Exactly. Which you could even argue. Is he a McDonald's? Is he, yeah, yeah, I know. But, but he but he's going. He could play at Washington at, you know, at Arizona State. Like he's playing legit. Trey Lance had one offer to the Power Five to Minnesota, and that was to not play quarterback. Troy Aikman started Oklahoma and transferred to UCLA. Right? We're talking about Trevor Lawrence, Clemson in the height of their power. Right? You, you, next year, Caleb Williams, Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma in the height of his power, goes to USC. And like, if he was only able to get one transfer portal in the first five years, he would have put that pick to Caleb Williams. Right? Like, part of it is like, are you a blue chipper? Now, oh, as time goes on, some people miss, right? Virginia Tech missed on Steph Curry. A lot of people did. Turns out he's kind of an outlier, right? But, like, I don't know, man. I Troy just, Aikman was at Oklahoma. They were going to change offenses to run whatever, the Vera, whatever shit. Terry Donahue was on the phone with, was it Switzer? And he said, I need a quarterback. And, or, or maybe Barry called Terry. He's like, I got a quarterback for you. You need this guy, Troy Aikman. Would it have been Barry Switzer? Would that have been? Was that yeah, probably uh, late nineties potentially. I, I I just think no that early nineties. I think Troy got drafted in eighty nine, didn't he? Ninety. You, you said late nineties. Excuse me. Oh, late eighties. Oh, late eighties. Late eighties. Yeah, 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 you're, right, right, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Troy's career would have been like 87, 88, 89, 90, or something like in that range. Yeah. <laughs> This thing you don't have to worry about anymore. You got new new offensive coordinator running the triple option now. Like <laughs> never happens. Shit. You can't get a new offensive coordinator in college, and it's not. It's going to be quarterback passing friendly, right? Unless you're at a service academy. Yeah, but any of the Power Five programs, like their OCs, like it's going to be throwing the football. Yeah. Back at back in the '80s or '90s, if you wanted to pass, you were just. Pray to God, like, I hope we don't get one of the 75 veer option OCs. And it doesn't feel like we have any better, like, a larger pool of good quarterbacks 35 years later than, than they did in the 80s either, does it? It's difficult to play. For all the mental training and footwork work and expert QB gurus, and it's like, yeah, there's still, like, five good guys a year. Maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, even if you have the talent, like, Zach Wilson is a more natural thrower of the ball than Trey. Like, you just watch the ball come out of his hand, his release. It looks sweet. Yet he cannot play. Cannot. Because he can't do basic shit. 
Yeah. I think it just speaks to how hard it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and does not sound like he just from a basic leadership standpoint is capable of being in an NFL locker room. Right. But that's, that's the other criticism, which is not one that Trey has gotten. Uh, all yeah, right. But, on that, but note, that goes back. But I, I let me end on this. Why haven't the top okay. guys gravitated toward him? They, they just don't, guy. And th- what do that you is mean just, by gravitated? Like, why don't they publicly? Because I agree with you, but I, I don't know. They all. I would say this team, of all the teams in the NFL, feel like they roll pretty tight together, and it does not feel like he's in the loop because he's not. I mean, but, we see but these I'd guys also argue like, out. but but if we're going to use that as like Brock wasn't at the game with Christian McCaffrey. Brock wasn't at the game with Kittle either. Yeah, but Brock's the right. starting quarterback, so it's like I, I don't. I know he, they so like. Shouldn't him. he be there? He's oh. his rehabbing girlfriend. Sam Darnold was there. Like there, no, no Giants were at the baseball game with Brock. Why? I don't mean that, but I mean like you know, I could say that. Why did yeah, Brock go he, to the Giants he, with his family game and uh, Giants game without Christian McCaffrey? Why the fuck would Christian McCaffrey want to go to a Giants game? Cold, they suck. Why did Brock? No, they're almost. Uh, they're battling back, John. Two, I think they're two games under five, three games under five hundred. They win last night. Uh, I think they're fifteen no, they and eighteen. The we yeah, yeah, fifteen and eighteen. They crept. They crept a little too close to five hundred for me, but they battle. They crept. I mean, they came charging on the road. We'll All right. See. On that note, thanks for hanging, everybody. Later. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.